Good morning and welcome to The Business Of. Today's topic is the business of improving lives and inspiring futures. My guest is Diana Charbonneau, Development Coordinator for Impact of Southern Arizona. But before we get started, I'd like to thank a few of our Keystone investors, including Cox, Desert Diamond Casinos, and Diamond Ventures. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Good morning, Diana. Good morning, Heather. How's it going this morning? Oh, it's wonderful. Great to be back. Good. <laughs> so go ahead, for the listeners who aren't already familiar with Impact of Southern Arizona, give us a little bit of history, your mission, and whatnot. Sure. Impact of Southern Arizona has actually been around for over 22 years now, and we're really working to empower people with the resources needed to move forward, which looks different for everybody, you know, if they are low income and in poverty or have just lost their job. Mm -hmm. And so we really give them those resources to stabilize and pursue an enhanced quality of life. Our main key areas are our food bank, our clothing bank. We also have youth and senior programs, community education and resources and referrals. Basically a one-stop shop for people to come in and improve their lives, but also inspire those futures to let them know that they do have a future, that they can make it, and giving them those resources to move forward. That's fantastic. And how long have you worked for Impact? I've been there for five years now. Good for you. Yeah. That's fantastic. So I saw on your website you have social fundraising events. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. Coming up in... On Saturday, April 1st, is going to be our Impact Expo, and it's actually where we bring all of the businesses who give back to the community and let our community members meet them. So we have a big kids zone. It'll be Saturday, April 1st at the Tucson Chinese Cultural Center. If you haven't been there, it's all about shop local, give back to those who are giving, and find out business services, all kinds of stuff. It's just a lot of fun, giveaways. And then we also do run our Women of Impact. So if you know a woman in the community who is doing great work, we'd love for you to nominate them on our website. It's impactsoaz.org. Nominate a WOI. And we really love to recognize those that are doing things in the community. Tell us a little bit more about that event. I've heard of it, but I don't know if all the listeners have. Sure. So Women of Impact is usually in the fall. We bring everyone together and we have a biweekly campaign and we highlight We've, I think we're up to over 300 women that we've highlighted. This oh. last one was Giovanna. She actually serves on my committee, but she works at Pam's Fizzy Factory. And she gives back through her events. She gives back through volunteering. She does so much. And it's just singing those unsung hero stories. It really just makes me happy. Yes, I love that. I love that. Good shout out for all those women doing such amazing work. I love it. And then also tell us about the crops that you have you're growing out at Biosphere 2, right? Do you want to talk more about that? Yeah, sure. So for our food bank, the Biosphere 2 in the University of Arizona are actually growing crops via vertical farming in shipping containers. So they're able to yield some really high amounts of food in these shipping containers, everything from lettuce to, I mean, it's pretty expansive what they can grow in there. Uh -huh. And so they are splitting that in between our food bank and the U of A campus pantry. Oh, sure. And it's really great because the Biosphere 2 is right up there, right in between Catalina Oracle and our food banks right down the street. And it serves Pima and Pinal County. Mm. So we serve 52 zip codes all the way up into the Copper Corridor, I think Oracle, Mammoth, Samuel, oh, all the way to Globe. Some really rural areas that uh, we're the closest agency. Right. And then is the benefit about being with Biosphere 2 is that it's a controlled environment so they are not 
being impacted by our hot summers or our freezes in the winter, that sort of thing. Is that? Oh, yeah. And it's great because they can grow them year round through this vertical farming. If you Google vertical farming, you can watch the entire process. It's riveting. I love it. And it's going straight to the community to feed those who need it. It's just a great partnership and collaboration. That's cool. And then how did that partnership come to be when you hooked up with U of A and Biosphere, correct? Mm -hmm. Well, the University of Arizona runs most of the programming for the Biosphere, too. I grew up in Oracle, actually, so that's the only place we went on field trips. I (laughs) love the Biosphere. And because we are the closest food bank, they had reached out and said, would you be interested? And we said, of course. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they bring in, I think actually even this week, we're expecting another shipment to come in and it just goes right, comes right in and right out the food bank into the community. That's fantastic. And you were talking about some of those rural communities. If someone is listening now who lives in those areas, how do they get involved with receiving the food? Sure. So if you need assistance or you're trying to stretch your budget living check to check, you can reach out or go on our website at www.impact. SOAZ.org or give us a call at the office, which is 520-825-0009. We will help you from the first step and get you all the resources you need in a one-stop shop so you're not trying to go out there and figure out what you need. Exactly. Most people come to us for food not realizing we have the clothing bank, we have career certifications, we have workforce development, so we can do so much more. And we have a social worker and community navigators who are volunteers who help mentor them and keep them on that path and so we really want you to succeed so give us a call that's fantastic and then you talked about your food bank and the clothing bank and I know that you have some plans for expansion tell us about that oh yes we're really excited during COVID ironically we had begun to the beginning of our expansion which will be happening in this upcoming year We started in a little slump block house in Catalina, handing food out a window, and 22 years later, we're a much larger food bank, but we need much more space. So we are going to be expanding out the food bank into a much larger space with thousands more square footage in an extra building. And our clothing bank, we actually just bought a the space next to us because we have so many donations come in so that we can organize and have our set our floor set up so people can come in and shop it's a really great lean operation we run happy to give anybody tours if you want to come see it and we're excited for the expansion we need the room and where is that located we are up if you are driving on oracle road and you pass river pass ina pass mcgee (laughs) keep going pass rancho vistoso Uh we're right by the burger king off of oracle on hauser drive it's where the old golder ranch main department sure Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's a little bit of a drive, but it sounds awfully worth it if you have such a huge selection. Oh, That's yeah. amazing. If you actually draw a circle around our where we are, our service area goes, we have people drive from Sawarita up to wow. our food bank just because we treat people with dignity and respect, and oh. we are really... We get some really good stuff. We sit next to Saddlebrook. We get good food. We get good clothes, so people like to come up and come see us. That's so good to know. And then what are the uh, impact pitches? at the Social Ventures Pitch 2023. I've heard about that, but tell us more. Oh, I'm so excited. A lot of people haven't heard of SVP, which is Social Ventures Pitch. It's a local organization, and it's a basically think Shark Tank for nonprofits where okay. nonprofits pitch for money, but they select eight organizations that are accepted for each class, and we will pitch for over $100,000. We'll all win money, basically. But we get free training. It's a free training program for nonprofit leaders, and we have a big event on March 30th, so mark your calendars. It's open to the public, 
And it's really to design to create community level change. You know, it's a five month training program. We hone in our ideas. As you know, we have the most nonprofits per capita than anywhere else in the country here. Yeah. There's 20,000 and we, we, we need to get better at telling our stories. Right. So that's what it's all about, training us to tell our stories better. And then for those nonprofits, are, what are the criteria? Do they have to be established for a minimum or maximum amount, amount of time or a certain size or anything like that? Who qualifies? I believe it's as long as you've been around for three years, and they do have it all listed on their website, which okay. is svptucson.org. But I know that they are looking for organizations that are using a two-gen approach with uh, you know multiple generation impact oh. being happening. Oh, good. And then also the you know depending on what they serve, so they're definitely looking for organizations making an impact, for lack of a better word, and also that have the bandwidth to expand because. When you pitch, you're not just pitching for dollars. You have volunteers, donors, possible board members in the room, and that's really what it's all about. After the culmination of the event, there's actually marketing training and donor training where you really dive into some of the things that, you know, after an event, you don't usually get to do. Right. No, that sounds fantastic. I love that idea. I'm glad that that's happening. Now, how many years has this been going on? At least five. I believe since 2015, if I'm not mistaken. Great. Okay, good to hear. And then share what impact has going on regarding workforce development. Sure. So thousands of families in southern Arizona are barely just getting by. Most people are making less than $20,000 a year. So I know that seems impossible, but about 20% of Tucson is living on that. So Mm. we really wanted to recognize we don't want to just be a band-aid you know people can come into us for services like the food bank and the clothing bank but we want them to get out of that cycle of poverty get onto their feet teach the man to fish exactly (laughs) so because many of them are even lacking the resources and confidence you know right growing up in an oracle you don't even see half of the jobs that you would if you lived in tucson Um, so our Moving People Forward initiative consists of helping our clients through career certifications at Pima Community College and into jobs with job placements within six months. Oh, so wow. We're taking, That's pretty quick. Oh, yeah. And we help them with everything that they'll need, the career training, the if they need gas to get there, we'll help them with all of that. And they'll come out basically making forty to 50000 a year starting. Wow. And it's just a really great way to show them the future that's possible, and then make it happen. That's fantastic. And then, once again, to find out more about that, people should go to your website, the uh, impactsoaz.org. That's the best way to learn more about that. Yes, and the Moving People Forward, if you go to impactsoaz.org backslash MPF for Moving People Forward, it will show you all of that. Perfect. Some of our sample career paths like emergency medical technology, cybersecurity, building, construction, automotive. It's really a variety of things. That sounds great. And like you said, they go in maybe making up to 20,000, come out around 40 or 50. But that's probably just initially because those career paths are definitely pretty strong. I mean, within a few years, I bet they could be even up to 70 perhaps. So that's amazing. I love that you're doing such great work in the community. If you're just now joining us, you're listening to Tucson Metro Chambers, The Business Of. I'm Heather Woolpern, and today's guest is Diana Charbonneau, Development Coordinator for Impact of Southern Arizona. So, you know, you've been talking about, you know, 
poor people, people making less than $20,000 a year, that sort of thing. Tell us, what are some of the misconceptions about, you know, quote, <laughs> poor people? Um, tell us a little bit more about that. Well, I think in Tucson especially, we have a misconception that only poor people come to organizations that impact. And one of the things I've observed is we can drive from point A to point B here without ever seeing anything in between. Mm. So we can very easily disconnect ourselves from even some of the things that are happening right in our own communities. Even a lot of our clients could be your neighbors. Sure. And so that's really what we're trying to break down the stigmas about is that it's not just poor people that come into organizations like Impact or ICS, you know. A lot of people are one medical incident away sure. from, you know, right. or losing their job unexpectedly, which a lot of people are worried about coming up. Mm-hmm. So really just trying to show people that people aren't trying to take advantage of the system. And if there are, it's so slight compared to the need that right. is out there. Right. And, you know, I love to help people. And I know in our community we do. That's why we have so many nonprofits. So Really just trying to show people, to give each, give people a little grace, mm-hmm. be a little more understanding. You might not know where they're coming from. Right. And especially having a child, I have a toddler now, child care expenses. Oh, my goodness. I, mean, I remember those days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's many people are going to work to pay for their kids right. to be watched. Right, yeah. And so the, just really trying to tell people, you know, it's not just poor people and even you know those we're trying to break this cycle for them we're trying to make it a better future for not just them but for their children sure and covid was really rough a lot of people still haven't recovered and as we you know head into a recession which isn't going to be as bad as i think most people are envisioning it in their minds mm-hmm. you know um, it makes people worry and so we're here to give people hope and just know there are organizations out here to help Right, exactly. And like you were saying, some of the examples about what happens, you know, a medical issue or say even when a grandparent has to suddenly take care of their grandchild because the parents aren't able for whatever reason and then the grandparents are going through their savings to help. So there are so many different factors that really get people in these situations where they need the help. So thank goodness for Impact for being there for people. That is huge. And then speaking of youth, I know you have programs specifically for youth. Share, Share some of those with us. Well, we kind of run the whole gamut of youth programs, but some of the ones that we're most well-known for is our MIMS, our Mighty Impact Meals. We feed students and their families over breaks. So it's a big point. (laughs) When kids get food at school, most of the time they'll take it home to their family if they have siblings and things like that. So we really want to make sure the entire family is fed and still being able to make that um, through breaks and through school. We have vision and dental assistance through the Lions Club. Thank you. We appreciate it. Oh, you know, good. As a child that's almost was blind, and they didn't know until they moved me to the back of the class because I was just so smart. Seriously? <laughs> I live in my contacts, and so I identify with that. There's <gasps> kids out there that you know, need glasses. Right, and, and the proper testing. They don't even know that that's yeah, and why the they're testing, not doing well in school or something. It's about two minutes, I think. Right. You know, it's just a little burp, and there you go. And so we can provide glasses and then also the dental assistance. We do backpacks back to schools. We do Thanksgiving kit giveaways. And then, of course, for the holidays, we do adopt a child for the holidays so that every child has a present. 
Oh, tell us more about that. That's such a good idea. Yeah, so we did about, I believe it was over 285 children, or no, over 325 children, almost 200 families that we covered for presents. And so basically members of the community and businesses can adopt a child or the entire family of children. Right. And they usually get a clothing item, so shoes, you know, something that right. they need as well as a present. And nice. our community definitely steps it up. Thank you so much to all of the businesses and the people who've made that happen. I know Iron Crane Yoga did a food drive for us and adopted a whole uh, family. So we're very grateful for those food drives as well. And we couldn't do it without the support of our community. Oh, that's great. And I love it when the community gets involved. And it really is a win-win. It feels good Mm -hmm. to be involved. And then it helps the family too, which is amazing. Exactly. And then you mentioned uh, the bag sponsor. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Sure. So kind of in line with the community helping an impact bag sponsor. If you've ever been to a food bank, you get a bag of food. It's the USDA bag of food, but it's not a lot for the month. Mm. And so what we do is we supplement it with an impact bag. And it comes with a bonus bag of eight items recommended by the USDA, like peanut butter, cereal, canned meats, canned tomatoes, pasta, rice, canned vegetables. Mm -hmm. And basically a business will sponsor one of those items for the month. So like Wendy Wise from State Farm, her color is red, so she always sponsors (laughs) our tomatoes. (laughs) And so they sponsor 500 of an item and all of those will go into our impact bag. Um, we are up to actually 650 families a month, so we are going to be reevaluating that. But um, it really helps us keep that food going out because, you know, um, what you get in that food bag, a, a canned meat, you can add that to it and then make a meal. So it, you're able to make more of a substance. It's so um, that's thanks to the community, and that's on our website as well under Be an Impact Bag Sponsor. If you want to give back and then get a little back, we give you some marketing too. Oh, really? Okay. Well, that's a nice gesture. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then to be an impact bag sponsor, what sort of donation is that as far as? Well, there's there's basically three ways. Some will just buy the 500 items outright, whichever it is. Um, Some will go to Costco. Right now, it's very difficult to buy anything in bulk. We are actually, that's one of the reasons we do this. (laughs) We are having difficulty buying things in bulk, even through the food bank chain. Right. And so most will put up a food drive in their office and say, this is what we're raising. And then all the employees and their clients will bring it in and make it a little more interactive. And then sometimes we'll have people just cut us the check and say, here, go buy it. So in any way you want to, we'll make it happen. <laughs> exactly. So talking about people donating, you know, what do you want the most? Do you really want money the most? Or do you want, you know, some of these programs where people do the bags, for example? Or, you know, how can people donate? Volunteering? Tell us more about what your needs are. Sure. So, I mean, obviously dollars are always needed because there's food that we, like I mentioned, we can't buy in bulk. Right. So we are actually having our volunteers go to the stores and buy them in the max they'll let them. Sure. So food uh, money is always welcome. On our website, there's a green button at www.impactsoaz.org where you can donate that way. Of course, we can always take checks, but food drives are a really big need right now. Through the holidays, everybody has that feel-good feeling, and we want to give back and help out, and then January gets a little quiet. <laughs> it does. I bet it does, right? <laughs> and so we could really use help from businesses who could do food drives. If you have a brick-and-mortar or even we've had communities and neighborhoods set up a food drive, uh, we actually have a grocery stop shopping-style food bank. So it, 
in addition to those bags, they can actually come in and shop off the shelves for baking oh, items, right. beverages, water. I saw a gentleman who lives on the street that he came in and we had Propel water that day and he almost broke into tears. I haven't had Propel water. And it's the little things, you know, sure. those things that are a luxury to us that we don't realize. And so food drives are definitely a big one. Um, we also do accept clothing donations at our clothing bank, and we do have maps on our website. Um, you can just drive around the back and drop it off. We'll give you a donation receipt for your taxes. Mm-hmm. Make it easy. But yeah. uh, we we could not do what we do without the support of the community, and so we're so thankful. That's fantastic. Now, say if someone listening is interested in having a food drive, do you give them a little bit of help as far as how to organize it and what to do? Oh, yeah, I make it really easy. We actually will come drop off the boxes, and they're all already labeled. They have Food Drive, your logo on them. We also make flyers for you. We have a marketing flyer, so you can promote it. We make social media images for you, and then we also promote you on our social media and in our e-newsletters to the communities because we're really about giving back to those that give. Right. And generally speaking, when someone holds a food drive, is that sort of like a half-day event? Or what kind of time commitment do you, does it generally take? We usually leave the boxes for about a month, and oh, just okay, depending gotcha. on the time. Uh, okay. We have had, for example, Nova Home Loans actually did one at all of their branches, and they ran an internal competition, which I got to say, Ooh, thank you, idea. Ian Brannon, <laughs> because it was the biggest food drive we had all year, and it was it was amazing, and they all got excited about it, which was fun as well. So sometimes, and then what did the winner get? Well, they <laughs> they got a, a wine party from one of their uh, like the wine bottles, I love like that. A, yeah. That's great. So I'm so gonna. What were you gonna say though? Oh, I was just gonna say I I'd love for that one too. So if anybody ever wants to donate one of them, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But well, no, and just we can customize it if you want to do a one day event or a, right know, things like that. We can as well, but we usually give people time to collect. I love the idea of the competition, though. I think that's pretty fun. Oh, yeah. Think about all the uh, organizations around town that do have multiple locations or even, you know, multiple floors within a building or Mm -hmm. something like that. That could be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And it's great for them, too, because Nova Home Loans is such a great organization. They give back across town. They do. But with the food drive, you know, that's tangible, something that they can see and feel that they're giving. And so we all get to feel good, and it goes to a great cause. Exactly. Now, something we haven't talked about, it is a little bit of uh, shameless self-promotion for Tucson Metro Chamber, but we do have the emerging leaders. And so I know that you've been very involved in that. So go ahead and tell the listeners who might fit that mold, because there are certain criteria about emerging leaders. Sure. I have been so blessed to be part of the emerging leaders for the last three years. It's a group of 40 upward mobile moving young professionals in town who are very involved. So we get together every month and we get to learn about Tucson. But the most important part is the mentorship piece. Mm -hmm. We are matched up with a C-suite level mentor that we get for that entire year dedicated to us and our personal and professional development. And it's been life changing for me myself. I've had two back to back amazing mentors last year. Howard Stewart, the CEO of AGM Containers, was my CEO and he gave me invaluable resources and mentorship, open doors, introduced me to people. Sure. It's just been a really great program. I've met some lifelong friends in there. A group uh-huh. of us actually went to Mexico this summer. You know, one of them quit their job, another one got a new job. And it's really nice to be around professionals who are running where you are going exactly. and are motivated and Definitely doing things. Motivated. <laughs> yeah. And now I believe the age went up a little bit. Does it go up to 43 now? Or was that just... 
in the works. It wasn't it's, well, 40 <laughs> is kind of the age cutoff, if you would, but it's a five-year program. So if you happen to get gotcha. in at kind of the end of that, we'll still keep you for the five years. We're not going to just kick, kick you, you out. out. <laughs> You're <laughs> old. Get out. <laughs> yeah, but. I can say that because I'm much older. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and it, it has been really great in the fact that there's a five-year plan. You kind of join committees in the beginning, and then you're able to do board service for the last right. few, which are for some very big notable boards in town that are are very hard to ac access as a young professional. Definitely. <laughs> so and what I that. like about emerging leaders as well is not only is it so great for the participants to have the mentors, but those mentors end up learning so much from the mentees as well because they're, you know, the mentees are young and bright and just learning all this. And so it's the shared uh, it's a very mutual, collaborative win-win from what I've heard from both sides of it. Oh, yeah. And and I know on the back end of things, it makes me a better mentor for the people that I will work with in the future. Right. And it's – I the year before, I had Jennifer Chenault with Love It and Touche. Okay. And she she altered my thinking and changed my whole course of, of life. And really? so, you know, having those people looking out for you who have experienced more than you have can be life altering. And just having somebody in your corner, you know, telling you you can do it. And yep. We all have those moments when we're not sure about things and just having somebody that you can bounce an idea off of at that level is really great. Definitely. I feel that regardless of what your age is, there are times where you need someone to say to you, yes, you can. You're doing great. Keep going. And yeah. so that's fantastic. So uh, what else do you want to talk about before we wrap it up today? Yeah, well, the one thing that I forgot to talk about is the most important thing. Yeah. <laughs> At Impact, we have about 170 volunteer shifts every week. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'll say it again. 170 <laughs> volunteer shifts every week. So if you know somebody in the Oro Valley or Catalina area that has one to two hours a week or even a month for some of our special events, we could definitely use the help. That's everything from daily food pickups. So we pick up from Neaters, Target, Beyond Bread. I mean, it's such a great list of organizations or businesses that support us and the volunteers who go up and pick them up. We cover Pima and Pinal County. So regardless of what you're doing, you know that you are helping us make that impact mm -hmm. and really helping us in a way that we couldn't because we couldn't do that without our volunteers. <laughs> Good plug. Definitely. Okay, well, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode of The Business Of. We hope the information shared today helps inspire you to check out impactsoaz.org. Thank you to today's guest, Diana Charbonneau, Development Coordinator for Impact of Southern Arizona. In case you didn't catch this episode from the beginning or would like to listen to it again, visit our website or search for Tucson Metro Chambers, The Business Of, on your favorite podcast app. Would you like to be my guest or sponsor an episode? Email thebusinessof at tucsonchamber.org. Have a fantastic day.